I wonder what the impact is of this pandemic and the time that we're living in is having on dreams. What is being birthed from out of this time? In fact, what is being birthed in my mind and in your mind through what we're enduring right now? I read something today that talked about God encouraging a people that were in exile, in captivity, to look to work for the good of the city where they were bound in, to seek prosperity for its people. And that when you sought after the prosperity, even as you were bound in a place, that it will prosper and, and you will in turn prosper. It's in the book of Jeremiah in the Bible. I think of this time that we're living in as, as a form of exile because a lot of us are confined to our rooms, places where we live, maybe the places that we work, if you're an essential business. I think about the people who have had dreams, not necessarily prophetic dreams, more the kind of dreams that give birth to something new. What impact is this pandemic having on those dreams? I think about the hearts of men and women in this neighborhood that we live in that sought out to do good for this city, that wanted to see this, this neighborhood prosper, wanted to see something that the city needed be met by them. I wonder if they have become discouraged. I have to tell you that a lot of times I don't think we understand the impact that situations, actions have on people on a very human level. We see one thing in front of us, but sometimes we fail to be able to see the grand scope of things. And I think that's something that we will always grow into. Something that a good father would want to teach his children, not to just live for self, but to live for the good of others. And so this section here, I call it dreams and ideas. We know that from out of things unseen came things that were seen. That's, that's faith. That's the substance of it. That even what we can't see, the faith that we have, the assurance of things that we're hoping for, that constant belief that pushes us to keep pushing forward, undeterred. 
It's a dream that gives birth to something that is essential in this world. I want us to collectively begin to pray and groan for dreams to break free even during this time for the good of the city that we're in. Because in doing so, we still manifest God's character even in the midst of trial, great trial that we've never experienced before. Something good can always be pulled from out of something that was meant for evil. It can always be turned around for good. So I believe that there are dreams that are laying dormant inside of us that are just waiting to be released just from a thought of what does the person next to me need right now. For me, I think of local businesses. I think of the families, the human beings that are waking up in the morning wondering if this is all worth it. I spoke to somebody weeks ago when businesses began to receive orders from the government saying that they were going to have to reduce their capacity. When businesses started to hear that they were going to have to do away with having people inside of their place of business. And there was such despair when I heard this man speak and said, at some point, a business person just has to ask themselves, how much debt do I really want to be in before they finally close down? You see, sometimes we just drive by and we see a, we see a closed sign, but we don't see the decisions that went into making that hard decision. We just see it as a place that's closed. I highly encourage us that we would begin to pray for those men and women that feel the weight of despair on their shoulders, that felt like they once had dreams, but from out of something that was totally unseen came something that they never would have expected the anti-dream, or in other words, a nightmare. But we have an opportunity. If we truly believe in loving others as we love ourselves, then really what that looks like is thinking about others first. As I mentioned before, sometimes we just look inwardly, but this is a time to look outwardly as much as we look inwardly. And think about people in our community that are hurting right now. And maybe they don't, doesn't look like it on the surface. Maybe it just looks like a closed sign. But deep down, there are families that are impacted by that closed sign. There's a family sitting at a table 
having a conversation of when is enough going to be enough. Let us begin to allow the thought of them flood our minds right now in this moment. I just want to take a second and just have a quiet moment where we just begin to think about a family that you know of, that you frequent their place of business. And just in this space of quietness, think about their family and think about what they might be going through, even if you don't know the details of it. Think about what they might be going through through this. Can you visualize their anger? Can you see the stress? Can you see the, the furrowed brow, the wrinkles in their forehead? Their heavy hand against their face as it just slides down their head. As they shake their head, just wondering, what are we going to do? Can you visualize their children? At the heart of praying for others is compassion. When we are so moved in our spirit that a groan can come from out of it, that's when we begin to intercede. We stand on their behalf cry out to God for them. I think about one business. There's one business that comes to mind, for me at least. It's a place that literally just opened up two weeks before the crisis hit home in our neighborhood. And this one business was forced to have to deal with something after they just had a grand opening where they were going to have to close their doors. What must he be going through, the man that started that business? With all of heaven, we petition you, God, that you would turn sorrows into joy. That somehow, some way, brave people would be able to stand up at a time when others feel discouraged and lead the charge for encouraging those that need it the most. Good, good Father, would you point out the people in our community that need to be encouraged, would you put names on our mind that suddenly would just pop up from out of nowhere? And we would be so moved to give that person a phone call, to write them through a text, just to check up on them and see how they're doing. And would somehow, some way, you would cause their hearts to feel the compassion bleeding in 
through that act and that they would be impacted in a new way. Don't let the dreams and ideas that you have birthed in your children die. Greater are you, O faithful God. Greater are you than any pandemic. Greater are you than any crisis that we may live in. And so we petition you and ask in your sons, Jesus' name. Amen.